Hey, Peppin. Yo, 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 yo. You know, I've been thinking a lot lately. Just thinking? Yeah. Just so much. Do you know, do you have any idea how much time I've put into Dungeons and Dragons? Well, kind of. I, I get the idea that you're very into it. I didn't know that, to be honest. But, you know, like, uh, the last time we saw each other in person, like, we needed to make a decision. And all of a sudden, you pulled this giant roll, like, not roll, like, this giant bag of, like, <laughs> die. And they're like, okay, which one do you want to roll? Like, a D4, D5? I have multiple of each. We can roll, like, two at the same time. Like, I... I People are going to think I'm joking just for the intro here. I'm not. This no. was literally what happened. And it, did. It, it was in his pocket. Nate, I need you to roll for initiative. <laughs> Meter, we need to talk. Welcome back. So glad you guys could join us. I am here once again with my best friend, Nathan Pappen. How's it going today, Pappen? Yo, yo, I'm doing well. How about yourself, meter? I'm doing great. Just pounding down a kind bar and drinking some NOS. Um, getting getting ready for a good Saturday. We are joined today by good friend of the show, Bama Shocks. How's it going today, Bama? Doing pretty good, Meter. I heard we were talking about D&D. Let's go. We are, and it's really exciting because you are a streamer, a professional streamer, who actually streams three different D&D sessions as a dungeon master, and you're a player in the campaign, the private session that we do on Friday nights, um, where I'm the DM. I get to be God. <laughs> Being God is addictive, Meter. Um, it, it definitely is. It, it very much is, but it's you know, I don't think God gets enough credit. I think that being God can be a very difficult thing, especially when everybody is so petulant. I try not to be a petulant God. I try I try to be quite benevolent and um, giving, very giving. Last Okay, so it's Saturday right now. Yep. Last night we did, hey, Zach Delcourt, good, good, good friend, all the way back from college. Excited to hear some D&D talk again. Um, so welcome to the, welcome to the show. Stainsby stopping by, Langel, Travis. I love it. Last night we had a session and it was, it was cut short. There was, there was an emergency by some of the players, uh, two of the players. Um, so we, we did cut it short, but man, shit got heavy. So basically a human woman that has been floating around our mythos since the very first uh, session yeah, was we're on session. This was session 12. Yeah. She 12 was weeks. She was cut down and unhealable and is DED dead. We brought her back to the town of Foreside where we have been eh, loosely residing at the end for two months now. And, and her young son was extremely distraught by the loss of his mother and all of our hearts were breaking right there with him. And he was just like, we got to fix her. We got to fix her. We got to fix her. And we're just like, we're trying to say like, look, bud, like we don't have the tools necessary. And with that, he's like, Oh, well somebody does have the tools. And we were like, Oh dear God. 
So the okay, just a huh? <laughs> just, let's go back for a second. Oh, are you so, here? It, yeah. Is this a is this like a player character or is this an NPC that's you're trying to heal? We're gonna go fan favorite, beloved NPC, or at least the son is like um, okay. one of our characters. Our monk is for some reason he feels really drawn to this single mother and this child and. The child has as well attached himself to the monk. So, mm -hmm. like, they're, they're not integral to the overarching story, but from a character development standpoint, they're, they're, they're quite close in. Okay, so, so they're technically side characters, but they're, like, maybe not in integral, but they're important to the narrative or to the, the gameplay? They're important to the characters. Important to the characters. Okay, and how many people are in this session? Is it like uh, three or four, or is it uh, a lot well, more? Well, that depends. If you count the party, it's a party of six playable characters, but mm -hmm. there are a an assortment of around 10 NPCs that are played by people other than Meter. It's, it's an interesting dynamic, unique to this session, from my experience. I see. Okay, and Meter's the DM in this one. He's the DM, and he plays a lot of the NPCs, but we also brought in Brian and Dave from the TPC podcast, and they control a lot of NPCs, quite admirably, I might add. Wangel does mm -hmm. D&D, mm -hmm. too? Everyone does D&D. He has Langel has brought an aspect to some of these NPCs that has... <laughs> infuriated the player characters as well as endeared the player characters. All right, all right. So I'll be interested to hear about that. But the, sorry, getting back to the story. So they brought this uh, NPC or this this girl, this the single mother, to a... Back, back to town. She, back she's to town. dead. Okay. We brought her back to town, um, showed her son, told him what happened. And... Right after that, he is dead set on finding someone to bring her back to life. And they beseech the local magic user, which I'm really still not sure if he is druidic in nature or what his actual magical calling is. But he said that he could perform a true resurrection on her. And that was about the point the emergency happened. So, like, we're all emotional, all up in our fields, trying to put a plan together about how we can come up with the components to cast this spell. And we had to stop. So, like, we were riding an emotional wave that just, like, crashed into a wall. And I don't know how to live with myself today because of it. And I mean, the so these... These NPCs, Bama said, they've been there since the first session. This is week 12. Um, and their entire first quest was all about saving this little boy. He got burned. And they needed to find like all this, mad, this stuff to make a potion to heal the boy. And that took like eight weeks to do. Um, so almost the whole play session so far has been about mm -hmm. saving this little boy. And then the... Like like Bama was saying, the monk had uh, has a relationship of sorts with this family now, um, and then the the mom dies, and they were there for her dying. So it was like, and 
they were trying to defend her. They watched her die. It was very, very heavy. Hearing about this, it's kind of interesting because there's two different levels happening here. It sounds like because there's the level of, like, say, the player characters, or not the player, like the players themselves becoming attached to these characters. There's also the other level of the player's characters, like the actual, you know, characters they're playing becoming attached to, which is also kind of feeding into the attachment of the actual player themselves, which it's a weird dynamic there, the way you're describing it. A lot of overlap. Mm -hmm. A lot of overlap, like where you, when you're playing your character and everybody in the group is so good, they're, they're invested, they care about the story. They're all telling their own story, building their own characters. I have this overarching world and story that I'm sending them on. They're they're traveling through this land and doing all of these things, but they're all telling their own story at the same time. So everybody has a story to tell while on this grand journey. And it's just, it's the most, uh, the most amazing experience to have everybody like giving a shit all together doing this thing. So everybody's invested in their character. They're invested in the story. Um, they're active and engaged. And it's it's really, really unique. So when they're playing their character, they for those three, four hours, they are that character. They're thinking about it when we're not playing. Bam is the most, the most common one to be counting down throughout the week. 64 more hours until we play again. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, very... Uh, very rewarding for sure hmm. the the passion derived from this campaign is what drove me into running my own session just to have an outlet when friday isn't happening and then saturday wasn't enough and i added sunday and then me uh, no i yeah i added saturday meters like i wish i could play in one and you know not be god all the time and just be just be a humanoid and i'm like okay we'll do sunday and that helped feed the itch and then i'm like well, everybody in Saturday knows everybody in Sunday. What if I just go and recruit random people that nobody knows? And let's see how that conveys that. And that's how we got Tuesday session. And then two people from Friday night who aren't in the Saturday and Sunday were like, well, you know, we could pick up a midweek game. And then boom, we've got a, we've got three days a week. Twitch.tv slash Bama shocked on top of Z, Friday yep. uh, for, for those sessions. Really, 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 really amazing stuff you're putting out, and our Friday sessions are, are are unreal. I think it's the dream of any of any group of any DM to to have a group like we have. All right. So, does this lady survive? I, I does she get you. turned into like a zombie, or is she just like you know in heaven or something? We don't know because we got ripped away due to two players having to leave that's and right we, that's we, right we, we we could only push the narr- meter could only push the narrative so far before he had to stop it all right all right so meter what are your plans are you gonna kill her so. well she's she's already dead okay all right the little the little boy told them um hey have you seen my mom she said she was going out to pick blueberries and it way earlier like session three maybe they had gone out to the blueberries. They needed to gather blueberries for the potion. And they knew that there were some gnolls out there and they managed mm-hmm. to avoid them and run away. And gnolls are like humanoid hyenas, pretty much. Okay. Okay. Uh, with weapons and bows and arrows and stuff. They were able to run away. So they knew the gnolls were there. They didn't fight them then. So now, six weeks later, they hear she goes out to the blueberries. They know that's where the gnolls are. We didn't kill the gnolls. Those are still there. Oh my God. 
comes comes back to haunt them, right? And that's our <laughs> fault. So so they run off. I gotta go. And they go and they get there and they snap a big branch and Marsha, who's the the woman, yells out, Hey, who's there? And they're like, Oh, Marsha, it's us. She's like, Okay, come on over. I'm at the blueberries. And they try and get her to come back, and then there's a fungus called a uh, a violet shrieker that starts shrieking, and it entrances her. And now she's stuck staring at this thing and walking over to it. And then there are some two other fungus that live near that that shrieker um, that release poison up into her. So now she's like down on one knee. They're rushing in to try and save her, and then an arrow comes in and hits her in the chest, and another one through her neck, and she's bleeding everywhere she's dying from poison and she falls to the ground dead while they're fighting trying to defend her before they can get over to heal her it was the turn before Bama was able to go over and heal her she died right in front of them and now they know we have to go back and we need to tell john boy a six-year-old little boy whose father just died recently whose whole town was just blown up that now his mother is dead and he's an orphan so it, it's and- and and now I realize it's our fault because we didn't kill the gnolls ahead of time. Now there was would have been a chance at saving her if the RNG or just the die rolls happened to work out better, or maybe there's bit more planning. Man, Marsha rolled bad. Oh my god, she rolled really bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I like to I like the idea of, of of emotional turmoil, and because they're invested in their character, being able to give them opportunities where there's actual stakes. Uh, it's a lot harder to kill the character because then you're writing out a person who's like a player. Um, though that very well could happen if they roll that bad. But it's much easier to put an NPC in danger and then make them their actions reflective of whether an NPC lives or dies. And they, re- they on top of that, three other NPCs had died like the week before. Um, Two of them, they couldn't do anything about. One of them was in battle, um, played by another person. Um, Dave plays Dave oh. plays that NPC, oh. and he he died right in front of him. He was killed by an enemy. So they had to bury those three. The next morning, Marsha's killed, and now they have to tell an orphan that he's an orphan. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's brutal, and uh, there it was very emotional for everybody, including myself. I had to play the little boy who was being explained to that his mom died and that was fucking that sucked but it was so worth it see th- this is this like unreal to me like like <laughs> number one steve acting yeah and number two yeah. playing a little boy <laughs> and explaining mm-hmm. like back in high school i never would have expected this steve i never expected you to be uh like role-playing in this kind of way what do you do you mean Balagar? Where's my mom? <laughs> no, no, too soon. I can't. No, I can't. I can't. So like he's and and I kind of <sighs> followed the the stages of grief a bit. So first he was in denial. He wanted to see her, and then he saw her, and then he immediately was angry. And he's like, "Where are the people who did this?" And they're like, "The party's like, well, we killed them all." And he's like, "Good. I'm glad they're dead." And then now he then he wanted to strike some sort of a deal. He wanted to to find a way to bring her back. And it just so happens that there was somebody who's now offering that as an option. And obviously he's like, well, that we have to. There's no choice. We have to do that. There's a way to bring her back. So um that's where they're currently on. 
it will it will come in it will come at a great cost 25,000 gold pieces worth of diamond okay so i'm sure a lot of people you know who are listening to this episode are probably like hey what's gonna happen next you know is she gonna die is the orphan gonna die now are they all gonna die so if they were to want to get say tuned into that or find out is there a way for them to find out at least a twitter message saying hey martha she did she did so that's okay so yes you're welcome to to reach out to me uh my twitter is at meter i don't really check that um if you really want i can give you the discord link and uh i have it set up so that fans can join the discord and watch and follow along and can even listen in on sessions you won't be able to talk um, you won't be uh, in the in the sessions, but you'll be able to listen to everything live. Um, so I welcome that. I would love to have like an actual audience in house in this private thing. This is like super super private, but that's the thing, right? I can't tell you what's going to happen. Not because the party members here, not because there are other party members watching this stream, not because I know other party members are going to be listening to this show, but because I don't know. I I give choices. The party makes yeah, decisions. You, you don't. Yeah. Right. You don't know what's going to be chosen. You don't know how the dice are going to roll. Um, you put the obstacle out there. It's our job to either circumvent it or go through it. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I'll just be asking next week or whenever you do your next session about whether Marcer lived, died, or is now a zombie. Because I'm hoping she's a zombie, and maybe that'd be kind of cool, have like a zombie mom. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> who knows? It, it, it could be cool. Awesome. So are there any other D&D thoughts or any other things that maybe we want to talk about? Uh, you said that you're doing stream, you're doing like a stream three times a week, Bama? Uh, yes, I can, I can list all those and where they're at now. Um... We do The Lost Mind Saturday, 6 p.m. Central. We do Tomb of Annihilation Sunday, 4 p.m. Central. We do Dragon Heist Tuesdays, 6.30 p.m. Central. All of this is over at twitch.tv slash B-A-M-A-S-H-O-C-K-Z. And this is all done with like, so like when the viewer tunes into this, what do they exactly see? Is it just like, is it like a tabletop sort of thing or is it like a, an online sort of map? It is a virtual tabletop hosted through Roll20.net. Like, we're not sponsored by them or anything, but that is the method I use to show the characters what's going on as well as show the audience. It's very cool. It, show, it shows the, the physical map of what's going on, and it shows there's handouts sometimes that show, like, this is the character you're talking to. Um, and it, it shows where we all are in positions with enemies, and as we attack, you can hear everybody talk. Um, and Bama does a really great job, highly suggested. Um, and if you want to, if you want to not only see that, but also uh, hear a familiar voice, I myself do play a character on the Sunday one. So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's where you start, but regardless, highly suggested, just check one of them out Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, um, and over at twitch.tv slash Bama shocks. Now we didn't even tell them about the, the benevolent God aspect of it. Um, through my partnership with streamloots.com, we are able to, through the audience, is able to purchase chests and give gifts to the players in the game. 
Oh, it's, that's that's intriguing. It's uh-huh. really cool. So, I've been given a lot of really cool stuff, and it, it's made me a very powerful robot. Uh, we'll see how powerful next weekend. I was wondering about that. So you are a robot because you did the robot voice earlier, and I was like, is Steve a robot, or is that he just like doing a funny voice? Yes, Nathan. I play B twenty one oh seven, a war forged paladin in the Tomb of Annihilation every Sunday. Twitch.tv slash Bamashocks. Now, is being a paladin in your coding, or is this like, you know, just just how you are? Tune in Sunday and find out. Oh God, we need to watch Twitch Sunday. <laughs> Good outro. <laughs> Flawless.